0: From the podcasting studio in the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Residual Culture.
1: A media mixtape.
0: I'm Ben Birkenbein. (laughs) I'm Joey Lovato. (laughs) And we're back with another installment of Emergent Culture, where we choose a news story uh, that's media-related, and we discuss it.
1: So we're talking about uh, the death of iTunes. It's dead. They've killed iTunes. Can you believe that the large company Apple has murdered iTunes brutally?
0: I actually can. <laughs> I can. I can, yes. Uh, and so we should say right off the bat that the article we're going to be basing our discussion around it appeared in Wired magazine. Uh, it was written by Brian Barrett on the 3rd of June, 2019. The article's called iTunes is Dead, Let's Pay Our Respects.
1: So, I mean, iTunes is... They're rebranding iTunes.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's a little that's, bit... That's, yeah. what they're,
1: that's basically what they're doing. So
0: first of all, the, the, I mean, the big headline is that iTunes is dead and that it's going away. That's true, but not entirely true, right? So um, what they're actually going to be doing is splitting up iTunes' various services into three distinct other apps on the next um, Mac OS update. So you're, it's going to be split into music, podcast, and TV apps.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, they're just taking what, like, they're taking the turd that iTunes was and they're just cutting it up into three pieces and hopefully making it something a little bit better.
0: Yeah, um, and it's interesting. I I think it kind of makes sense. I mean, iTunes for its time served its purpose, but it really didn't keep up with kind of where things have gone, right? Well,
1: this is the thing we were talking about earlier before we recorded was, like, Everything that Apple makes, regardless of what you think of them as kind of like this giant evil corporation, like is pretty quality. Like their things work well like iPhones work well and Mac MacBooks work well and stuff like this. But iTunes just, it felt like a virus on my computer.
0: Well, so, and, and actually the article gets into this a little bit. It kind of contextualizes the rise of iTunes, like within especially piracy and file sharing. Yeah. Because that was the thing, right? Like people were just downloading music for free, right? So Nap- in the wake of Napster, you had services like Kazaa and Bear Share and LimeWire. And companies were searching for a way to offer like a centralized repository of music where you could legally either access and or purchase those like songs, right? Mm-hmm. And so iTunes was meant to be that service for Apple. Um, and I don't know. It was kind of horrible. I mean,
1: like, I think for, like, for the time, I think it was a great program. Like it it, it, it did what it needed to do in 2005.
0: <laughs> it did. Yeah. Have you, did you, did you purchase things
1: through iTunes? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I got, I think like, I think I got my first iPod. I got an iPod Nano, like the really small one yeah, yeah. when I was probably in like middle school, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe sixth grade. Um, and it was really cool. And, like, I, you know, I didn't really listen to music uh, until I was in high school, honestly. Like, I mean, if you look, go back and listen to some of our music episode deal, yeah, you, like, my music you know. taste pre, like, freshman year of high school was just like, I don't know, I just listened to what my dad listened to.
0: Yeah. Um, the interesting thing is, I never owned a map, or like, an Apple um Uh, laptop i never had a mac right Uh, so so i did have itunes for the first time i believe on a like a windows machine i forget exactly which one it was like probably some dell computer that i had Mm -hmm. um and i put itunes on there and i i remember buying like a couple songs just to like see what the experience was like more than anything else like oh i want this on my i i think i had an ipod though yeah um gosh this is like taking me back to like a, a Time of my life where I'm like, what tech was I using at that point? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I had the iPod and I did it. And I was just really frustrated because then I would try to like burn CDs. I was still burning CDs. Yeah. yeah, Right. But iTunes placed restrictions on how many times you could download or export your songs. So once I had... what, really? well, Yes. And they still that. do that. So this, you can, there's, they have a limit on how many like devices you can use it on. Oh, okay. So it was the same way when when iTunes first came out because they didn't want people to just buy the music and then burn off copies <laughs> for all their friends. But that's what I was doing, right? That's what I had been doing in the past. So I tried to, like, I would put it on a CD or I was making, like, mix CDs, and they'd be like, you've reached your limit. You can no longer put this seed, this song you bought on something. And I was like, I raised my fists to the heavens and i was like are you kidding me i paid for the thing
1: yeah i never actually encountered that i guess i didn't burn enough cds <laughs> yeah but well it wasn't i, I totally I, believe that
0: <laughs> i think it was only like three like i put it on three cds and they're like nope wow no more that's interesting yeah so well and that's the the bar the the other thing about itunes is that so well we can get a little technical here this is not in the article but um you know the mp3 sound format right mm-hmm. which
1: Changed music.
0: Changed music, but it was widely used, right? Still is. Still is widely used all over the world. We
1: upload our podcast as an MP3 file because a WAV file is way too big.
0: But iTunes had a proprietary sound file format. It was like the M4U or something. It was developed by Apple. Yes. You could... uh, what do you, uh, transfer or like, um, uh, change them. Like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for yeah. to an MP3 yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could still store MP3. Convert. Can you could, yes, convert it to an MP3 and you could have MP3s on iTunes, but Apple actually had their own proprietary thing. And that proprietary f- format allowed them to like sort of track and have this like DRM, right? Yeah. Digital rights management stuff that was within those files.
1: Huh. I guess I just. I mean, as a kid, like I stopped using iTunes when I got Spotify, which was also around the time yeah. I was a high schooler. So mm-hmm. like, I think the iTunes time. Like I think I used iTunes when, like before I listened to a lot of music in middle school and probably my freshman year of high school. And then after that, I was a very early adopter of Spotify. Actually, like I've been using. I've early. been using it since like yeah, it wasn't like it's beta. Like mm-hmm. before I had to pay for it. I, I got and I because I used it so early on. Like I think I got like a free year or month or something of 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 premium. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I've just been using Spotify since like 2014, I think.
0: Well, here's here's the other thing that so I'm not quite sure what these new services are going to look like, like this uh you know music, podcast, and television apps. Yeah. But do you think? I, I mean, they've I, already kind of started
1: that. If you do you have an iPhone,
0: I don't. Okay. No. So
1: if you if you have an iPhone, you'll know like there's an iTunes app which I don't think I've opened like ever on my phone. Hmm. Um, and then there's also like a movies app that is like iTunes movies. So yeah. it's already like kind of split there. And like now they're just making that like official, like they're like officially breaking up iTunes into three different services. And they also have a podcast app already.
0: So two two things on that. Like the 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 thing that I remember is that I used iTunes early, like on that Dell laptop mm-hmm. I had. And then I tried to come back to it later or either that or it was on my, my wife had a, she's got it. She had a, a Mac laptop and she was using it. And I'm like, I found it so difficult to navigate iTunes oh, and like, horrible, yeah. find files. Mm-hmm. Like it just was like, if you weren't in the right tab or you know like things were just placed differently. So I guess it makes sense to just kind of like like let let like break it up a little bit. Yeah, you know? I
1: think they just need to reset it. Yeah, exactly. Although I will say I do remember like kind of my early like music dabbling days in middle school and stuff. Like they used to have the iTunes free song of the week. And I learned. Yes, I, I used to like. Always check that out. And I used to like learn a lot about music and get into stuff because of that.
0: Yeah, that and it, it was also really nice because, again, before Spotify and before like other streaming things, like you could get at least like a preview of a song before you bought it. Yeah. So you got like a whatever, 15 or 30 second, uh, probably 15 second snippet of the song. You're like, oh, the new album by that band I listened to sounds good, right? And yeah. like it was, a re- it was a reliable place to go and like hear that. What before you know, people before were, YouTube, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, well, or before people were like just uploading rips to YouTube. I mean, I guess it's been going on a long time, but um, yeah, it was just a reliable place to find one,
1: yeah. I think, I think that like I said, like the splitting up of it makes sense for Apple to do, and I think it's not gonna change a whole lot because I think no one uses iTunes anymore, really, anyway. Like,
0: well, and here's my next question like the broader shift, sort of in media, which is like, do you think people want to or are buying music anymore? no
1: i think everyone's just streaming now i think like buying I mean, music is a thing of the past
0: a lot of people are but um i think in 20 years no one's gonna own yeah.
1: cds or, or or i mean they'll own cds but like that'll be like a weird thing people do
0: i mean it certainly decreases but you do there is something about it right actually i read this really this is another article but um it was a really interesting one it was a uh, a music writer for the new york times and yeah. i forget his name but he wrote a thing and he's like he had this quote. It's like, "Why do you still buy CDs? Like you're a weirdo." And he's like, "Well, I do it because I don't have to pay a monthly service for. It. I pay one time, and then I don't have to. L- I can listen to the whole thing without any ad breaks yeah. or anything else, and I can just sit in quiet and quiet and listen to the thing and like appreciate it."
1: Well, I think like the one thing that I kind of like I really appreciate about CDs and like the the reemergence of vinyl mm-hmm. is kind of the deconnectedness of it. Like everything that we do is connected to the internet now, which is super annoying. Yeah. But when you listen to a CD or you listen to like a record, you're not connected to the internet, which is nice. I think I like that, like, you know, five years ago playing board games was nice. It's still nice, (laughs) but playing board games is nice because you're getting away from the screen in 15 years, getting away from just the internet and still being on a screen is going to be like a novelty and difficult to do. Like you're not going to be able to do anything on a digital device offline. Everything is going to be connected to the internet in some way or another.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, there's there's this trade-off. I had this this debate one time with a computer uh, programmer, actually. He was like, no, as soon as the MP3 came out, I just started selling all of my the music that I owned because i was like i'm just going to make backups and then i'm going to have like a big server with all my stuff and i don't want like cd's and records like, to, like take up space and i was like yeah but there is something to like actually owning the thing he's like i the still have it you know it, yeah physically own it and I, and it, his point was more i mean He still technically owned that stuff because he just had like a digital file, but we were talking about where things were going with like streaming services and people don't want to own things anymore. They just kind of rent or they pay Mm -hmm. some platform in order to access it. I'll just be curious to see how that gets like, how that bears out over the coming years and generations. If you play video games... You'll probably, and especially
1: on computers, you probably know the service Steam, mm-hmm. which is like what everyone uses to play video games. There is a competitor now, the Epic Game Store, um, which has, we can do a whole thing on that. But um, when you buy the, a game on Steam, you're not buying, you don't own the game, you're owning the right to play the game for uh, X amount of time. If Steam ever goes under, you're going to lose all your games. Yeah. There's other services like uh, GOG, good old games, uh, where you do fit, like you own the files that you buy. So it's an interesting, it's definitely an interesting argument that uh, I'm sure we'll see come up more and more as we progress further into the internet age. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, death of iTunes, are you sad about it? No, not at all. I I hated iTunes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'll just be curious to see, you know, what.
1: (laughs) How it'll change. I mean, I'm sure that like the music side will become a streaming service. The yep. movie side, they'll probably have a monthly subscription, but you'll also
0: still be able to buy movies. Interesting that they're separating out podcasts as its own thing I'm, too, right? That's great for us. <laughs> it is, yeah. I mean, it, it works. Yeah. Um,
1: Especially, I think, with Spotify coming in and buying up Gimlet, which, like, we right, talked about a while right. ago. Yeah, so yeah, they're gonna have to become more competitive. You know, like in I or at Apple right now. Well, at least as of two years ago, uh, they had one guy running the podcast section of. ITunes. Oh, really? Yeah, and he like was like very overwhelmed, <laughs> and I would people would email him all the time and like it was a crap and now they're gonna have to like actually fight
0: for the market share which yeah. is good huge growth huge growth of podcasts yeah so well
1: thank you for listening
0: yeah this has been emerging culture uh i'm ben bergenbein i'm joey lovato the music today is finder by people with bodies follow us on instagram facebook twitter facebook. and don't, all the rest of it
1: don't follow our twitter <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't tweet I mean you can fo- actually please go follow it maybe it'll encourage us to yeah. tweet more uh, and, but, yeah.
0: and and I'll, and, I'll, and as always if you want to uh, support the podcast you can support us on Patreon just search for Residual Culture Podcast and get access to all sorts of bonus content and other goodies Good bonus content this week
1: alright well uh, thank you for listening
0: yep this has been uh,
1: okay you already said this part I'm Joey Lovato and I'm Ben <laughs> get, get it. it oh I, I'm sorry I took it from you you can
0: say it get into it autumn is past